Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. A big weekend in the Bundesliga. Here's a look at the notable results. Bochum get the 1-0 win over Stuttgart, Darmstadt, and Frankfurt. And in a 2-2 draw, Borussia Dortmund 4-0 over Cologne. Bayer Leverkusen uh, remain unbeaten 3-2 over Leipzig. And look at that. Werder Bremen with a 1-0 win away at Bayern Munich. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Storylines aplenty in the Bundesliga. Um, so today we decided rather than focusing on specific matches, we wanted to focus on the narratives that we saw emerge over the weekend. So, Charlie, we're going to start with you. What was your big storyline out of Germany? Uh, I mean, there's no bigger one than Bayern Munich losing Oof. to Werder Bremen. I mean, did, anyone, did anyone <laughs> see that coming? No. No. Not at home? No. At home. Definitely not at home. They, they just weren't efficient with their shots. Only seven shots on target. Harry Kane I, didn't have his first shot until the 50th minute. Uh, this was a phenomenal goal by Wieser here, just undressing Alfonso Davies. He gets a little lucky, but then gets right by him. And look at the finish. Ugh. Just beating Manuel Neuer at near post. What is Neuer, Neuer doing? The coldness in which you said that. I mean, he absolutely. When you get, I think from that angle as a keeper, if someone's going high and near, that's that's literally the only excuse for a keeper. If you give up at that position, a rocket from that distance, high and near, it's a tough, it's a tough save. Um, Neuer also had some some great saves in this match. There was one where he was moving to his left, had to redirect because of the shot, and made a good save. So I, I don't blame. Neuer so much on that specific goal, but I do blame Bayern Munich in this match because of how poor they were defensively in mm. transition. They lose the ball. They played extremely high. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had all four uh, members of the back line maybe 10 yards into the opponent's half. 
So they were getting broke down. Upa Makano was caught out of position. Yeah. Conrad Lamers, he's not a right back. And he gets constantly caught out of yeah. position. So I think you look at Bayern Munich and you see a lot of their weaknesses. And that is something, if they want to win Champions League, forget Bundesliga. Because right now, Leverkusen is flying. And all those things, those matches, those little things that get you that title, it's going in Leverkusen's favor right now, especially the big win. But um, it, defensively, it's, it's not good enough from, from Bayern Munich. Forget the attacking yeah. prowess, which I think Roy Zane was, uh, you know, at, at, at times guilty of, of not finishing. But defensively, yeah, that's my worry for, for Bayern Munich. I'm sure Munich. Eric Dyle fix all that. Got a big picture question for you. We're coming up on the one-year sacking of Julian Nagelsmann. Yeah. Mm. How much has this Bayern side progressed since then with Thomas Tuchel? Well, the, they've progressed quite a bit, and it's because of one player, and that's Harry Kane. When you have Harry Kane, that changes the whole dynamic of the team. You're playing through someone. They didn't have a nine. So now you're getting the best version of Leroy Zane. You're getting the best version of Musiala. So it looks a lot better in the attacking third which was the big problem for, for Nagelsmann. So, yeah, it, it's one player and it was Harry Kane. So, yes, it's a big difference from Nagelsmann. Okay. Cool. Even though they might not win the title. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know who might? Who? Bayer Leverkusen, and that's my big moment for yep. this weekend. I mean, absolutely incredible. They are now seven points ahead, and I know Bayern still have a, uh, and Tuchel, a pitch in Tuchel hand. won the title last year. That's true. Mm -hmm. but but potentially, Leverkusen can win this year, <laughs> and if there was any game where they might slip up, uh, you know, you didn't think Bayern would lose to, to Werder Bremen, but you think maybe they'll make up some ground because they are going to go away to RV Leipzig, who are absolutely flying the season and started out strong. But Leverkusen, man, I don't know what Xavi Alonso said to them at the half, but they came out barnstorming. Xavi Simmons, absolute golazo to start the match. I mean, almost back. You're starting to see the makings of a really good RB Leipzig team, but without some big, big players. Bayer Leverkusen still, Grimaldo, just absolutely impressive. Some of those older players that they brought in, not just trying to be a selling team, some of those older players like a Grimaldo, like a Shaka, really, really proving to be strong, strong signings for Bayer Leverkusen. You're missing, obviously, Boniface with probably the most electric young striker, maybe top three mm -hmm. electric young strikers in the world. He's, he's gone. He's off, uh, you know, for Africa Cup of Nations. They haven't skipped the beat, man. They look absolutely electric. Well, it's so exciting to see. Not only that, he's, he's injured. He did, hasn't, didn't go to Af AFCON. But right, he's no, injured. He, too, right, but he went injured. and then yeah. injured, but he's not there. But regardless, him, Kusunu, Tapsoba, the yeah. two center backs that have been so important to them. And then in this game, Jeremy Fringpong got injured. When the game was at 0-0, I believe, or when it was still in the balance, and Sub comes in, scores a goal, and makes a difference, and that's impressive to see. Mm, okay, Nico, what's your storyline? I want to hone in something specifically that happened in the, in, the, in the Dortmund game. Dortmund has had an issue with replacing their left back ever since Rafa Guerreiro has... Who started for, for Munich and was, was really poor in the midfield. Instead of left back, right. Alfonso Davies, they played in midfield. Wasn't good. So they've been kind of juggling with, with options, and Ben Sebaini, who has played a little bit, is at AFCON with Algeria, but he's not been great at, at left back, and Rierson has been injured. So in this win, which was a resounding win, especially in the second half, second half was great. Dortmund, they, they needed a couple moments to, to really show their sparks, but it, it's like there's not a big, they're not connected. You feel like it's collectively, it's not there yet. Jaden Sancho, great showing again. But what I want to focus on is that left-back position. 
they signed a kid from Chelsea, which I hadn't seen too much at Chelsea, honestly, because he was almost playing everywhere. He was kind of like that wild card that, that Pochettino would use and put in, play everywhere. His name is Ian Madsen. Dortmund, in the two games that he's played for Dortmund, has played at left back, and he's been very good. He pops into the midfield when Dortmund has possession, and he allows a little bit of versatility in Dortmund's attack. And not only that, defensively, he was very important against Köln. He sets up a goal. Um, he, he's th this is the goal that he sets up. He, he, he's sneaky. He's quick to the ball. He he plays with with this fire in his belly, and it's great to see. And especially honed in at left back because at Chelsea he was a little bit all over the place, playing right wing, left wing in the midfield. And I was impressed. I was mm. impressed because they found a, a very quick solution in the market. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. Now that you've seen Jaden Sancho a little bit, aren't you even that much more shocked that he couldn't get playing time at United? They couldn't work he, something out? He must out. have crossed Ten Hag. I don't want to say dirty, in a not very nice manner. I don't want to assume it was dirty, but there must have been coming, like at odds, he must have said there must have been something that you can't come back from because look at what he's doing. Yeah. It's either that or maybe he just really realized that this is an opportunity right. for him to turn things around. Um, okay. My turn? Mm -hmm. Let's go. Uh, I want to talk about Stuttgart because it feels like the magic has kind of worn off for mm. this team after what was a, a pretty incredible run to start the season. Uh, they're coming off that 1-0 loss to, to Buckham. They're not now in third place on 34 points. They're 14 points off the top spot. And, you know, Alexis, the way you were talking about Leverkusen succeeding despite the fact that they're without their star scorer in Victor Boniface. Uh, it has been the opposite for Stuttgart with the absence of uh, Girassi up, up top. Um, and he's also injured right now. And so, you know, they're, they're only five points off of fifth place right now. And so you start to think, well, you know, Champions League doesn't feel like a reality for the Stuttgart team. I, they only have one win in their last five league games. So at this point, you know, you're thinking about Girassi, and I'm wondering if at this point in the season, you're looking, you're looking at the rest of the season, how it plays out. So they've got a tough schedule coming up as well. You know, are you starting to think about selling this guy and setting yourself up for the future while he's, while he's still at a higher market value? I know he's injured right now, but he's going to be 28 in a couple months. He's been scoring at a ridiculous rate, you know? Is this the time? Like, do you start kind of considering that? I would say no, um, just because you know he is gonna come back and it gives you the best chance to finish as high as possible up the table. So if you get Champions League in your Stuttgart, given you were on life support last season, mm -hmm. the past couple of seasons, then you go for it because that's gonna though. be the difference. And then you could sell him anywhere you want. But whether you get into Europe in your Stuttgart, versus selling a player, which you could have sold because he did have a buyout yeah. clause and that ex expired. So now that buyout clause, which would have been cheap, 19 is, is for gone. You, you, I think you, you stick with him because he, he is a difference maker in this league. It's t I mean, look at, the, look at the standings, though. I mean, you look at like a Dortmund who are, are starting to, to One play well. One point behind them. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. Shame they've fallen off a little bit. But who knows? Still a lot you of never know. You never know. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.